Joining me right now on Kumite TV is UFC welterweight slasher Randy Brown. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, how you doing, brother? Thank you for having me. No doubt, no doubt, man. Um, let's start off first. You know, you entered the UFC in 2016 after six professional okay. fights. I think you're around what 24, 25 years old at the time. Yeah. Now you have seven fights in the UFC. You basically grew up, you know, in the promotion. What has the whole roller coaster been like? It's emotionally, you know what I mean? It's the game. Ups, downs, you know. Same old shit, bro. <laughs> you know, it's just the fight game, you know, it's rough. You know, there's ups. Like I said, there's ups, there's downs. That's it. Could you pinpoint, like, which fight that you've had in the UFC? That kind of grew you the most. Um, all of them played their part, man. All of them played their part. You know, That's, all of them played their part. That's it. There's no one fight in particular where I can say, all right, you know, this fight. You know, every fight, every fight is like the most important fight of your life, I guess. So, every one of them had it. I learned so much from each and every one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, coming off of a loss and all that, so my latest fight, you know, <laughs> maybe my latest fight, you know. So. Let's get into that one. Um, you know, you, you know, in your latest fight, it wasn't the best experience. You know, coming off that type of loss for the first time of in your career, how long did it take mm -hmm. for you to get cleared and uh, move on with you know training? Um, I was cleared pretty fast, surprisingly. Um. I, I got right back to it. I just didn't spar for a while, you know, but other than that, I got right back to it. You know, I just needed to improve. I felt like I didn't get to showcase all my, my improvements, you know, because I'm constantly getting better, man. I'm always working to become the best version of myself. And and I, I never, I didn't get to show it, you know. Here and there I show glimpses, but I, that's why I didn't really get to show it. So I went right back to it. I went right back to it, and I got to work. Uh, the doctors, went to the doctors, I had no you know, post-concussion syndromes or anything like that, everything was all good. So I basically just got right back to it. But I took my took my time, you know, I didn't really spar. But as far as the work and the, the um, skill development, we went right back. What particularly did you work on in in your skill development at that time? Um, probably just more awareness, you know, spatial awareness, um, range control, and, you know, overall grappling, just overall my entire game, you know. You see what happened last time is that that was just a, you know, I, everyone wants to say it's a freak thing, which, yeah, I guess. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I was in, I didn't, I didn't see it. You know, I was in a position where I didn't see it. So I just work on now being more alert and seeing, being able to see things, you know. You were supposed to return earlier this year at UFC Brooklyn. How heartbreaking was that to make the decision to pull out of that fight, you know, in a historic event, and it was in New York City also? Yeah, that was, that was tough, bro. That was so annoying. Um, it was what it was. <laughs> That's it. It was what it was, and the commission didn't let me fight, so, you know, just had to keep, keep it pushing. What can I do? I couldn't do anything about it, so I had to just get back to work. So I've been in this long ass camp now. <laughs> I've been working, bro. As you could probably tell, I'm fucking over it, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to just go in there and throw hands and get, you know, get back in there doing what I love. 
what exactly happened with the commission? You know, there's not much details or information of, you know, what exactly went mm -hmm. down. Well, it was more so just paperwork, man. Just, I didn't, I didn't get cleared in time. And technically it wasn't my fault because the paperwork that, that was supposed to be done, it actually, actually expired. Like my brain scan expired the day before my fight, like a couple of days before my, my like fight week or something like that. And the time that it was going to take for me to redo that scan, it wasn't going to come in again. Because when I did the first scan, they needed they needed a whole another scan to see something more in depth. And then when that scan came in, you know, I had to go and do another one. And that other one wasn't going to come in in time. And they couldn't. They said they couldn't take the risks. You know, so they took me off the card. Man, so. it seems like the New York Athletic Commission is. <laughs> They just have all kinds of problems, man. If, if you if you looked at last weekend at the PFL, you know they dropped a gang of dudes off that card, you know for many man. different reasons. So is it they're just looking out for the fighters, or is it just tough to deal with them? Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know, but I've never had an issue with them up until then. I mean, when you when you go there, you know they're kind of like, you know, they're a little aggressive. <laughs> you know, they're a little like, you know, real extra but other than that i've never really had a problem with them so yeah but i've, I've heard all this the horror stories and and seeing people getting pulled off and i've never thought that i'd be one of them you know until, until it happened to me i'm like shit you know these, these guys are not playing it is what it is i guess they're just trying to do their job i guess <laughs> definitely man well now you're going to return and you will not have any problems especially in greenville south carolina you're facing yeah. Brian Barberina. Was he the type of opponent you had in mind when you for your return? Um, I didn't really, I didn't really care much. I, I really wanted to, I just really wanted to get that one back, man. And I've been out, I've been out for a minute. You know, I think, I believe this is the, probably the longest I've ever been out. Period. You know, since I've started my whole career, amateur or professional, and I just needed to get back. I didn't really care who it was. But stylistically, I think it's a great matchup, you know, for me and the fans. I think it's one. Of, it's going to be a fan. It's very fan friendly, you know. So, um, I like it, man. I just like his aggression. I like. I think he's going to bring it. And people who bring the fight and come with that, that, you know, who come to fight not really to just, you know, wrestle as much or anything. I mean, I don't care if you wrestle, but I'm just saying, like, I like guys that want to want to throw down like him. He's he's no bitch, you know what I mean? He's like. He's coming to fight, period, and I like that. It has been a very, very long training camp. Uh, how long has it been, man? <sighs> um, well, I thought I was going to fight before Brooklyn, so we started camp. That didn't work out. Um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn came along, and I was in camp for Brooklyn. Brooklyn didn't happen. So when Brooklyn didn't happen, I, I figured they were going to put me right back on something, so I stayed in camp. And and that was what? How long ago? I don't even remember how long ago that was. But I stayed in camp and then I was supposed to and then and then I was supposed to fight in the in um June upcoming June, what was it, June eighth in um yeah. Rochester, New York. Yeah, yeah. That didn't happen. You know, so when that didn't happen I ended up fighting on this card, so I was still training I'm still in training camp. I just kept going, man. I just kept I didn't stop, you know, I never stopped, so I'm, like, ready. I'm just ready to fucking fight, bro. 
even though you're you know very antsy and you're you're eager to get back into the octagon do you think it has mm -hmm. been more of a blessing than a curse to be you know training for that long and improving yourself throughout that time um in a way but there, there's, there's there's cons and there's pros you know um a few of the pros are, you know, I'm in shape and I am, I am developing better, you know, better, you know, better grinding skills in different areas, you know, things that just take straight up mat time and straight up, you know, just being like being stronger, being fit. Um, but as far as skill development, outside of campus where I do a lot of my skill development, you know, because when I'm training for a specific person or a specific style, uh, training is, is very tailored, you know, um, but whenever I'm, whenever I'm, don't I don't have anyone lined up, and I'm just training. It's all about skill development. It's always about it's just about getting better, and you know, working on specific techniques and just bettering myself and becoming a better martial artist in general. You know, and um, when I'm in camp, it's a grind. It's about being fit. It's about being strong. It's about being fast. You know, and it's about you know, exploiting that specific opponent. You know, so it's been a lot of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Has it been the normal cast and crew for your camp, or have you brought in anybody new, or have you added anybody new to your preparations? Um, same old crew, man. Same old crew. You know, just just pushing, pushing and grinding. Um, well, for my last camp, because since I was fighting a wrestler, my last camp we we tried been training with Gregor Gillespie. You know, just on a wrestling tip, but um, now I'm not really fighting a wrestler. I'm fighting a, a more of a a grinder like stand-up brawler coming forward hard, good pressure. Um, so I've just been working with a lot more of those type of kickboxes, you know. Gregor Gillespie, he's, a lot of people consider him one of the best, uh, like, wrestlers in MMA, man. How was it grinding it out with him every day? Oh, that's my dude, man. He's a fucking savage. <laughs> he's a savage, dude. Uh, dudes like um, Sydney Outlaw, you know, you'll be hearing about him pretty soon. Um Andre Harrison, you know, we're just, we're just getting it in, man. That's it, every day. Barbarina, man, your opponent, he's extremely tough. Everybody knows that. He takes shots, hard shots. He keeps moving forward. He wants to brawl. He basically goes out there to have a fight of the night, you know. It's not like really he's trying to win the fight. He's just trying to entertain. Is there a different yeah. kind of mentality, you know, entering a fight against a guy like that? Um, not necessarily for me. I mean, my mentality is pretty, pretty much always the same. You know, I, I believe styles make fights. You know, I really do. And I, I know he's tough. I know he's a grinder, you know, but I just, I just don't see the, the technical, you know, prowess. You know, I don't really see, I don't really see it. You know, I, I know he's tough. I know he's coming forward. And I feel like if he overlooks me and thinks he's just going to come walk through, walk me down and throw bombs. He's in for a rude awakening, you know. So, um, yeah, but I, I like it. I love watching him. I remember watching him in Vicente. I was like, oh, shit, these dudes are fucking <laughs> savages. You know what I mean? I, lo I love it, you know. But he can try if he wants, you know, one of those type of fights with me. No, I don't think it's going to go go well for him. But we'll see home fight night. You know, going back to that Vicente-Luque fight, he he was able to draw Vicente into a brawl, you know, and, and kind of lasted longer than most people expected against Vicente. Do you think Vicente made a mistake by, you know, entering the fight or adjusting and and brawling with him? Um, 
I wouldn't say a mistake. I mean, again, I may go back to this. Styles make fights, man. That's the Vicente style. He sits on everything hard, and he's going to be in your face. He has hard pressure. Barbarina has hard pressure. And, you know, they both just met in the middle of the octagon. You know, it was great matchmaking. They just, their, their styles just complemented each other, and it, it was a fucking bar burner. Where does a win over Barbarina put you, do you believe, in the welterweight division? Um, I haven't really thought about it. I haven't really thought about that. Um, I just need to get back and get back in the win column. It puts me back in the win column. That's all I'm concerned about right now. Um, afterwards, we'll see what happens after. You know, it all depends on, on how the fight goes and, and how, you know, spectacular it is. You are part of the first, you know, group that has come out of that show. You know, Dana White's looking for a fight. You're a alum, I guess you could call it. You know, you, Mickey mm -hmm. Gall, Sage Northcutt. Did you watch the Sage Northcutt fight? And, you know, he had his face shattered into like a thousand pieces. Were you shocked by that result? Um, I did not watch it. I just saw the highlights and I, and I heard everything. Um, man, I'm wishing him a speedy recovery. That sucked. Um, you know, that's the game, man. This game is unforgiving. This is an unforgiving game. He's young, you know, and, and he'll be back. I'm pretty sure he'll be back. Um, but that was, that was tough. That was tough. Just, just the fact that, you know, the broken bones and all that, you know, anybody could get caught. Anyone can get KO'd. But you don't want to hear somebody got their, their face broken up like that. You know, that's kind of like life-altering. So I wish him the best, and I'm, I, I believe that he'll be back. Oh, definitely, he will be back. Um, when you, you know, a lot of people are going to always compare you to them. And do you mm -hmm. believe that throughout the years, since debuting in the UFC, you have elevated your game more than them? I think I think they've developed, you know, especially, um, well, when you talk about Mickey, I've seen Mickey. Mickey took a tough loss against a veteran, you know. Um, but I've seen, in that fight, you've seen his hands were coming together, you know, he's throwing, throwing some hands. And I know Mickey personally, and I've said this in the past, I think a lot of people are going to overlook him just because of, you know, the way I beat him and then the way he lost to um, to uh, Diego Sanchez. But um, I, th I think it's, it takes time. This thing, this game, man, is not, it's not something that happens overnight. You know what I mean? Skill development takes years and years, and, and I'm somebody that I think I respect that and I understand that, so... I can see it. I see the development. I see the guys Guys are working, you know, and, and everybody's trying to be their best. So I think so. I do think so. Sage, I don't know Sage enough. I don't, I don't really watch, you know, follow him up too much, you know, but I would, I would think he would have to be developing, his, you know, and try to grow as a martial artist if he's in, he was in the UFC and then he went over to 1FC, you know what I mean? This is not a game that you could just kind of coast and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a UFC fighter, you know? Like, I think... I think you have to, you know, if you're not, then shit, then you're fucking up. You're in the wrong game, you know what I mean? So, um, well, I would hope so. But me personally, I am, and I know what I'm doing. I know I'm putting in the work, and and I, I, I'm I'm brand new every time I step in there, brother. Yeah, because you know, you know why I ask you that is because it seems like a lot of guys do enter the UFC and are just satisfied being there or even just having, like, one or two fights and, you know, and just – having that label as I'm, I'm a UFC fighter or I was a UFC fighter. So th that's the reason why I asked you that question, you know, because um, it's still so much time for you and for them to develop. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's hard to predict where you guys will be in five years because you guys even ha haven't even hit your prime yet. Yeah. 
for sure. You know, but it's just a grind. It's just a grind. This whole thing is a grind, man. And everybody have different paths. I've seen people leave the UFC and come back. I've seen people get fast tracked, and I've seen people get fast tracked when they weren't ready. You know, and the game is—it's a wild ride, man. Fighting is a wild, wild ride. And coming in when I was young, you know, I was—you know—I had a totally different mindset, you know. Um, and I was just. I was just, re- I'm ready for anything. I want to go and, like, let's do it right now, you know. And, like, but that, that's normal. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. So it is what it is, you know. But as you get, as you're around more and you start to see more people and you start to train with more people and you start to see people career, people's careers around you and see the way the fight game works and all that, then you start to see, it's like, okay, this is strategic. This is all strategic, you know. And, and it's all about, it's all about development, man, and how fast you, you can develop. It's all about how fast you can develop and, 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 and when you can fight, you know what I mean, and try to fight at the right times and try to work at the right times, working on your injuries and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, so it's just, I guess if you want to say fight IQ, you know, that, that's what it's all about, you know, and I'm starting to understand that. That's where I'm at now, starting to, you know, play chess, not checkers. Definitely. Well, one last thing before I let you go, you know, music and sports, they come hand in hand. You know, what's on your mm-hmm. playlist? Give us a peek. Right now, man, I'm listening to a lot. I'm listening to a lot right now. Hold up, I tell you right now. Let me see. Um, you know, I'm listening to Nipsey, R.I.P. Um, I'm listening to DJ Khaled just came out with a new album. You know, I've been listening to his stuff. Buju Banton got something come out called um, Country for Sale. You know, that's a whole nother thing. Jamaica. Um, you know, I always got popcorn on my list. That's Jamaican artist. Um, Vice Cartel. You know, it's a lot. I'm, I love music, man. I'm always, I'm always bumping at every, every given moment. I'm bumping my music, driving or doing whatever. So. All right, man. Well, June twenty second, you return to the Octagon at UFC on ESPN yes, Plus Twelve, Greenville, South Carolina. Randy, thank you for your time and uh, good luck on your future, man. All right, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, my name is Randy Brown. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter or wherever at touch, touch and go underscore. That's touch letter N-G-O underscore. Um, I just want to shout out to my team, Budokan Martial Arts, um, Belmore Kickboxing, Henzo Gracie, you know, and yeah, that's it, man. You know, oh yeah, Everlast. Shout out to Everlast and Enter Skin. Shout out to Enter Skin. That might be backwards, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, that's it.